Good morning and praise the Lord. Welcome to EBZ Devotion this morning. My name is Gray Ngugi. Let us pray as we begin. Our Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another new day. And Lord, an opportunity to be in your presence, to hear your word, and Lord, to hear your still small voice guiding our lives. Lord, we welcome your presence to begin with us. Whatever situation my listeners are in, whatever circumstances, whatever it is, Lord, that they are going through, Lord, we welcome your presence. Speak to them, and may they find hope and comfort in your word. Thank you, Lord, for indeed you have a good, pleasing, and perfect plan for us. We pray all this, believing and trusting in your holy name. Amen. This week we have been going through the book of Psalms, and today we get to engage in one of my favorite Psalms, and that is chapter 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an enemy besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will find sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I cry, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says to you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God my Savior. Though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not hand me over to the desires of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And this is the word of the Lord. I find this such a wonderful psalm. It goes through a lot of emotion for David, highs and lows. But one thing that is through all this is that David, as always, has his confidence in the Lord. As he begins, there are certain words that he uses to describe God. First of all, he says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. As we think about light, it points us to the fact that there is darkness. And at times, there could be darkness in our lives. You think about for David, 
what do the times of dark, darkness have looked like? Maybe standing in front of giants, maybe standing in front of animals, maybe taking on the reins of king, or maybe when he stood bef before the king Saul. But he says that the Lord has been his light. Indeed, the Lord has been his salvation before all those. When the animals were about to attack the flock, when Goliath stood against the Israelites, when Saul wanted to kill David, all those are times when he had found the Lord to be his salvation. He calls the Lord the stronghold of his life, and indeed says because the Lord is his stronghold, then he doesn't need to be afraid of anything. All this just pointing us to the fact that David's confidence, David's assurance is in the Lord our God. In verse 2 he begins, when the wicked advance against me. He had many enemies, but even as all of them advanced and came to him, through it all, even when an enemy besieged him, he did not fear. Even when war broke out against him as he was king, he was still confident. It reminds me of the book of John 10.10, 10, where Christ says the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Christ came to give us life and life in abundance. A statement that should spark confidence for us. For indeed, what enemy do we face that is worse than the plans of the evil one upon our lives? But we have hope in Christ because he comes to give us life and life in abundance. That then we can have the same words that David speaks here, that he will not fear, he will not be afraid, and he will be confident that he can face life knowing that he has Christ by his side. He that has come to give life and life in abundance. David's faith is war tested. That he has gone through wars, he has gone through battles, but he can still stand and say, mm -mm, the Lord is my confidence. It's based on past experiences that God has done it and he has conquered. Can we be able to look back and say the same of God in our lives? Can we recognize those times sometimes it may seem as though we did it by our own strength but in all honesty the lord has done it for us so many times just like david whose faith was war tested we too can have the same confidence everything that we have gone through our confidence and our faith in god indeed is war tested because the point that we are in our lives only proves that God has walked with us. As David continues on in verse 4, I love what he says here, pointing out to the desires that he has. First of all saying, to dwell in the house of the Lord. His desire is to have the presence of the Holy Spirit filling his life. Do you have the same desire this morning? And as we learned yesterday, the presence of the Holy Spirit only comes from having a relationship with Jesus Christ. 
It is through faith in Christ that he died on the cross for your sins that then we have the deposit of the Holy Spirit just as the believers had on that day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit descended on them in tongues of fire. The presence of God points to the Holy Spirit who walks with us and fellowships with us every day of our lives. Are we like David this morning desiring to believe in the presence of the Lord? Again, pointing to an intimate relationship, he says it is to gaze on the beauty of God. To gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. Again, pointing to that intimate relationship. He talks about the desire to seek the Lord in his temple. Remember the temple was the place of worship for the Israelites. So as we think of these words, I'm reminded of Jesus meeting with the widow, uh, with the, the lady at the well. And his words were that, you know what? It will no longer be about worshipping in Jerusalem or facing a certain direction, but it will be about worshipping the Lord in spirit and in truth. This morning is your desire to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, just like David's desire is this morning? Think about it. As we go into verse 7 to 10, David shows the reality of, of his situation, which can really point to the reality of our lives. That yes, even if we have our confidence, even if we have all this assurance, a lot of doubt will sometimes crop up. A lot of things will crop up. And just like you know, the words that he speaks here, that yes, even if his mother and his father forsake him, that is true even for us today. That at times even the people who are closest to us could easily forsake us. That that is not where the focus is on. For David, he says that his desire is to seek the face of the Lord. Not to be focused on the waves and the troubles that could be around us, but to lift his eyes to the heaven. I love the hymn that says, turn your eyes to Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. The Lord, as we go through all this, the Lord is reminding us, once we lift our eyes to him, he is our help. He's reminding us, in these words of David, not to reject or forsake, not to feel rejected or forsaken, but to know that the Lord is our Savior. What things could be going on around you? What waves, just like Peter experienced, would be going on around you that you would feel that you want to turn to them and feel hopeless? This morning, the words of David are reminding us Turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful face. And it's reminded, we're reminded the same as we come to the end in verse 13 where he says, I remain confident of this, I remain confident of this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You know what, brothers and sisters, that though there be waves around you, though you may feel beaten, there is hope. Remain confident of this, that you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. 
And as he's finishing off, he says, wait for the Lord. I love these words by Charles Spurgeon. He says, wait at the door in prayer. Wait at his feet in humility. Wait at his table with service. Wait at his window with expectation. That as we go through our lives, yes, there will be trials, there will be trouble, there will be waves um, around us. But I am, I just love that David's, David reminds us that our desire should be first of all to dwell in the house of the Lord, to dwell in the presence of God, that we will have the deposit of the Holy Spirit in our hearts, to have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Worship through everything that we do, that our words, our actions, our jobs, our driving down the road, it will all be a time of worshiping the Lord in truth and in spirit. And you know what? As we lift our eyes to the Lord, there is hope. There is hope that we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This morning I have a question. As David begins, he refers to the Lord as his light and his salvation and the stronghold of his life. What words would you refer to God this morning? As you reflect on everything that he has done, as you lift your eyes to the heavens and focus on him, what words would you use to refer to God this morning? And through it all, he says that we will be exalted above our enemies, that we will find success, that there will be shouts of joy in our life. Lord, our Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. Thank you so much that you're reminding us as we lift our eyes to the heavens, look full in your wonderful face. For the things, the troubles, the challenges of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of your glory and grace. Lord, I pray for my listeners this morning that though the waves of this world may be beating on them, the Lord, may they find words of confidence just as David did. And Lord, may you take away fear from their lives. May you take away worry from their lives. And Lord, may we desire this morning to have the presence of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. May we desire this morning to seek you in your temple. May we desire this morning to worship you in truth and in spirit through everything that we do. That, Lord, we shall be ambassadors to your saving grace. That, Lord, everyone around us will come to experience that saving grace, Lord. Lord, we commit ourselves into your hands. We are nothing but vessels. And so, Lord, fill us with your presence. Walk with us. Lord, as we wait in prayer, as we wait in humility, as we wait in service, and as we wait with expectation, knowing, Lord, that you can do it all for us. Thank you, Jesus. We glorify you and we praise you this morning, knowing, Lord, that you have heard our prayer and you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ask or imagine. Thank you, Jesus, and may your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.